For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm this, 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 the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. This is going to be the week 16 phase report, or I like to call it victory over the New England Patriots. Phase two of the Christmas wish list of finishing out the season 4-0 is complete. Division, back in our hands. Complete. Dominant performance? Complete. I mean, I anticipated that we were the better team. If you watch the listen to the preview show, then you know I predicted 31-17 Buffalo Bills. I expected us to dominate and win this game. But usually when you say those things as a Bills fan, that does not typically happen. But this week, with our MVP, QB1, JA17, went out there and calm and cool just took care of business i don't think that i've ever seen this football team come out and punch somebody in the face get punched right back and just calmly walk right back out there and say okay no problem and dominated this football game the offense looked unstoppable yes there was some still some woes in the red zone a little bit. Uh, we could have really blown the doors off of this team probably if we hit a couple things in the end zone, a couple drops. But all that being said, dominant performance by Josh Allen, the MVP, breaking down records yet again. But just all in all, Bill Belichick's New England Patriots were handled. After all the talk about how they were better than us and this, that, and the other, and they did everything, they dominated us in our own building, well, there it is, payback. 
We dominated you in your own building in a game that actually meant more at the moment than when we played them earlier in the season. Uh, you know, but awesome victory. Couldn't be happier for the team to come out and perform like that when we expected them to, when we needed them to, and we got two more to go. So let's talk about the offense. I mean, I basically already broke it down. They were dominant. They were just dominant. Every time they got on the field, they basically did what they wanted between the 20s. Like I mentioned, some struggles inside the red zone a couple times. But still, the aggressiveness by McDermott, going forward on fourth down, leaving the offense out there, letting them roll. Everybody contributing. I mean, the ball was thrown around. You, you saw Dawson, Dawson Knox, excuse me, kind of taken away in this game plan a little bit. Isaiah McKenzie steps up in a huge, huge way and makes plays when we needed them the most. Devin Singletary, I thought, came out in that you heard Coach McDermott talk about it, but you could see in that play when he took that little two-yard pass that usually typically turns into kind of just like a uh, almost a wasted play, it feels like. He turned that into a first down, and he's done that almost every time he's touched the ball as of late. He is going forward for extra half yard, yard, two, three, four yards, whatever he can get. He has shown since the whole guy's getting benched and up and down and the moving parts, he has stepped in and he stepped up and he shut me up because I know I've talked crap about him a lot this season. Uh, I think still rightfully so. He has elevated his game. He's, he's proving everybody right that liked him and everybody wrong that didn't want to get on board with the idea. But still, just an excellent performance. But like we talk about every week, most of this stuff is only successful because the offensive line is good. We come out in a brand new look yet again due to COVID and other things. And then right off the back, we lose Ike. So this was a nice, nice win, but you lost a real piece to this puzzle that stepped in and quietly just been solid at that position for us. And now he's out. Now, Bates stepped in and performed excellent. Spencer Brown switching after just a few plays over. Deion Dawkins comes back in. And Josh had time. He was barely rushed. It was just a dominant performance by this team. The other piece of this puzzle that really stood out for me was that they did what we were supposed to do and what we were good at. There was a lot of suggestions in this game coming in the second half of that second game when the wind wasn't terribly whipping that suggested we could do this to this team. And we went out and we did it. We passed on them. We didn't run the ball a ton. I mean, there were some rushing attempts. I mean, Josh ran the ball a little bit more in this game, which was nice to see. I mean, but you went from a game where Singletary rushed the ball 22 times. This game, they kind of split it in half between him and Josh. They were at 24. Singletary, I think, had a couple. McKenzie, the one negative play there. But either way, this offense came out and performed. It was clicking. Uh, when it got behind the sticks, it just made the play necessary. Very few penalties in this game. There were still some, uh, but very few penalties in this game. The offensive line performed well. Guys stepped up where they needed to. There's only one game ball to go around in this. I mean, I feel like, but I'd like to split it in probably like 75 parts if there were that many guys on the offense. Because top to bottom, I mean, Josh Allen played incredible. He was making the right reads. Uh, you saw very early on in this game, we simply said, oh, you're just going to drop back. Then one, two, we throw it to Singletary underneath. He was very heavily involved in the passing game, which is a very nice touch. I thought that stalled us a little bit in a couple of situations where he got away from taking that. 
Um, but that is there against just about everybody that we play because they're used to us going after that big play and they don't assume that we're going to run. So it's usually there and he very quietly took it early on and it was successful. Very, very calmly took everything that came his way. No dumb plays, no semi-forced plays. Uh, you know, there was a couple of times where you could see it was in his head a little bit to maybe do something a little extra and he just calmly and coolly just threw it away, took his thing, next play. And he performed at a phenomenal level against a good defense. This is still a good defense on the other side of the ball. Despite our makeshift O-line, despite being down a couple pieces in the COVID puzzle, the offense came out and performed. Game ball, though, it's got to go Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, he just was constantly making plays. But that's not to leave out how dominant Diggs was and how good of a game Singletary had and how good this offensive line performed. And realistically, a uh, quiet piece to the puzzle, Dawson Knox being taken out of the game plan a little bit was also partially with the Bills were having him block a lot. And he performed very well in that role. And you could see that there was time and McKenzie was winning. Allen was on fire. But Isaiah is going to take the game ball this week. Just a huge step up performance for a guy that got benched just a few weeks back, kind of quietly just fought his way back into position to get on the field, had his opportunity come up, and he's made big plays. Defensively, I mean, just a, just another day at the office. It's 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 like you almost don't know what to say about this defense every week because they do just such good things. But the big things that stood out for me this week that they performed well on was third downs. One of 10 on the third downs. Now, granted, I think New England went like five of six or five of five even maybe on fourth downs. Um, but this defense, again, saw an offense that was – keeping them out there for extra plays, going forward on those fourth downs. And on third down, though, one of 10, I mean, that's that's how you stop teams. Rushing, they did okay. I mean, 149 yards, they did have kind of that one big run against us that I wish we could kind of get rid of that. That's an Achilles heel of ours, and hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt us. Passing-wise, the, the great Mac Jones, um, you know, when given the opportunity to throw, uh, he was not very good. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, I think, where they gave him a total of 139 passing yards. You know, he had a couple interceptions. I mean, it was just, it wasn't a great day for Mac Jones at the office. Uh, you could see the Bills defense came out and utilized some game plans that they'd seen in front of them, you know, from other teams that the pressure is the way. Uh, I don't think that that's some big surprise. I think if you ask NFL, any NFL coach or anything that when you're going up against a rookie, the biggest thing to do is essentially try to just fluster them and get them off their spots and make them think, do, do things quicker. And uh, we were successful in that in this game. Uh, we played well. Uh, you know, they ran on us a little bit. I thought, you know, Damian Harris had a good game. He's a good back. I mean, you're going you're gonna to give up some yards, especially when that team is trying to run the ball, you know, a lot on you because they're not really trusting in their quarterback uh, the way that the defense was playing. But Levi Wallace again, Dane Jackson, they stepped up. These guys have been performing at a very nice clip after Trey went down, and uh, it's looked good. I mean, we're going to get, uh, you know, to see them come up against some serious firepower here uh, if we get ourselves in the playoffs. So it's going to be very important for them to feel confident and, you know, good as they're coming in. Uh, I thought the linebackers played well. A.J. Klein quietly had a very nice game, I thought. I feel like you could really see him flying around in the gaps and filling in things. I think PFF even graded him out pretty well. So it was a nice showing for A.J. Klein, I thought. Kind of talked about that in the pregame that he might bring a little different dynamic. Big, big winners of this yet again are the all-pro duo safeties in the back end. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, two interceptions from Micah Hyde. Great game all around. 
I think that these guys are just performing in an incredible clip right now. It's something that has to be awarded with all pro honors. Applaud them. And this was week after week that they're doing this. They don't get in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, we'll see if they get all pro honors at the end of the year. But these guys are performing at that clip. And it's incredible to watch them out there and the way that they just work around the ball and they talk and they do things and they coordinate what's taking place. So defensively, you could not have asked for much better. Uh, I mean, I think you, you knew coming into this, they would probably score some points. They're a good football team too in their building division game, uh, you know, but very nice performance by the defense again this week. Uh, so game ball on the defensive side of the ball though. I, I don't really know who I'd want to give it out to, except for you. I feel like you just have to give it to Hyde. I mean, two interceptions in the game. Uh, you know, he's been doing it all year. Uh, it, it's just a nice thing to watch and listening to those guys afterwards, you know, shouting out, you know, where's Jerry Selvin with his questions now and whatnot. Uh, you know, just they're a great duo. Uh, you know, they don't even, I love listening to them because they're like, oh, we didn't even know that we did that or we didn't even know that that was a stat at the time or this, that, and the other. They're just out there in the mode playing their game plan. So this week, the game, defensive game ball, I'm going Micah Hyde. Now, special teams, uh, I think the game ball has to go to, do we give it to Matt? I mean, because that would be the only ball that he got to touch probably on that game is if we give him a game ball. I mean, no punts first time in Bill Belichick's career that that's ever happened where a team has not punted against him. So the special teams uh, was not passed much in the de defensive punt coverage. Uh, kick return coverage was good again this week. Bass knocked in what he needed to knock in, knocked in the extra points. Uh, the return team looked good. Uh, Marco Stevenson, to me, is he's really starting to come into that role. And it, it really feels like it's starting to fit him. His presence back there feels a little calmer. You can see he catches the ball, he looks up and he's seeing it and he's going. And I think that that's going to be real beneficial. He was close in this last one where you could feel he was one like short tackle away from him going. And he's got that breakaway speed. If he gets a crease, it could happen at any point in time, uh, especially with McKenzie needing to be a little more involved in the offensive game now. Uh, you know, I think it's a nice piece to have uh, Marcus Stevenson back there available. So I'm going to give the special teams game ball uh, to, to Mr. Matt Hack, the punt man, uh, because he did nothing, and I want him to feel involved uh, in what took place. All in all, this to me, I mean, dominant defensive performance by the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I think that when you're talking about expectations coming into the season, expectations coming into this game, this was the first time I think we saw minus maybe that Kansas City game earlier in the year where we caught, we saw them kind of come out and just confidently and calmly be the better team. Just do your duty, do your job, be more aggressive, work a little harder than the other guys, make the play when it's necessary. And they did all that. And of course, when you've got Josh Allen playing at an MVP caliber level, it makes it pretty darn easy. But a great team win, a great win. Back in first place in the division. We got two more to go. Make sure you guys check out the uh, Friday preview show. Going to break down the showdown with Atlanta this weekend. Uh, this isn't a, a puff pass by any means. Uh, this is a team that's sitting right around 500. And with the way the NFC is, if they can manage to win a couple, they might get themselves in. 
So, uh, you know, this is a big game for them. They got some dynamic players. Uh, so make sure you guys are on the lookout for that. Make sure you guys are heading over to Buffalo Lowdown. That's Buffalo W Down. Uh, checking out everything over there. And then, of course, all things nerd. Head over to Buffalo, the buffalonerd.com. And, of course, go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.